0: It's been a bizarre 24 hours, and I guess I have this to say, if you're upset about maybe a loud celebrity bloviating about a subject that they may or may not be entitled to talk about, uh, imagine if that person was about to get the nuclear codes and disagreed about your recent friend Karen and Todd's marriage. That would be even more troubling, which means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves Sometimes the Golden Globes are going to impact you outside the cage. I'm your host, Kevin, with me, of course, Raf Esparza, who this had to hit particularly hard. Raf, you're known as a cultural attache for us all because
1: I can't pay attention to everything that's going on. No one can. You do a pretty good job. How you doing? First of all, Elitist, thank you very much for the very nice introduction. I feel that we lost half of our demo just from from which at the nuclear codes joke is that what oh, you think I, they were I, like listen, oh fuck you business. kevin we get it they're like i don't show up to this podcast for your politics but you know what they do show up for the golden globes which had an uptick in the ratings which means that there must have been some sort of appeal some sort of draw i don't know what it could be but sometimes entertainment seems to be fascinating to people and really encourages them to watch. I'll start with this because we have a little bit of ways that we want to go on this topic. But one of my favorite things that people say, and there's two of them just to begin this discussion. The first of which is when they say, well, you know, I just, why do these celebrities have to speak out? I just, I just wish that they could say thank you and like sit down to which I have a few responses, but I think the most primarily of which is this. You were commenting on Facebook. So therefore, the act of speaking out is not foreign to you as well. (laughs) And I'm just going to take a a little hidden guess here. If you felt that you were being, I don't know, pigeonholed, misrepresented, or you had a message, based on your commenting on Facebook – I might make the assumption, and I could be wrong, that if you were given a similar platform where you felt wronged or a little bit in a corner, you'd probably speak out as well. But number two on this one, I would have thrown a lot more say, fucks. I would have. They would have been like a third bleep. It would have been like, whoa, <laughs> that last sentence has to go. And second, when they talk about you know this Meryl Streep, it's like uh, you know this career lifetime achievement. I saw one meme that accurately put it. They're like, you know how bad of a person do you have to be if someone spends their entire lifetime achievement speech to bringing you down? So I thought that's funny. But the more important note of it is this. Yeah, so she's giving a lifetime achievement speech. I don't know if you've met Meryl Streep. I mean, this is a weird crux, I think, for a lot of people. Up until now, there are a lot of guys who probably don't even give a shit about Meryl Streep. One person put this. I think it was the saddest comment in response to it. But they said... In response to us saying, we're going to address this on the show today, they said, and just to think, The Devil Wears Prada used to be one of my favorite movies, which makes me sad because that's a very good movie. So chill the fuck out. It's still a good movie. I hope you're not one of those idiots who's now going to be saying, like, I can't separate the artist and the art. Meryl Streep said something about MMA flippantly, and uh, now I just I feel a certain way, and uh, Miranda Teresa will never be the same.
0: I, I don't think that's overreacting at all.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we're going to get to exactly what she said because we we want to break down the context of it. But uh, before we get to that, I also, it also is enjoy import- the
0: MMA fan that's like
1: the Devil Wears Prada is my
0: favorite fucking movie. Damn it. <laughs> you you might already be a fragile soul that this will blow by in a few weeks you just sound you know potentially just Well,
1: well, don't worry though there are going to be some who like pigeonhole it in between they're going to be like oh my god I fucking love you know she was great in the deer hunter and also uh, the Bridges of Madison County, oh, and rap, The River Wild.
0: If they're struggling with their choice between this actress that they love and this sport that they love, I have a movie recommendation that might mm-hmm. help clear things up. What would that be, Ken? It's called Sophie's
1: Choice. I think they're really nope.
0: going to enjoy it.
1: Nope. Uh, yikes. So... When people are talking about Meryl Streep and they say, you know, why can't she just accept awards and why does she have to make it about something It's political and, uh, you know, it's just going to alienate people. Let's review the following. Meryl Streep is arguably the greatest actress of her generation. She's won so, so many awards, let alone at the Golden Globes, which is giving her the Lifetime Achievement Award uh, equivalent on their show. She's won it eight times. So when you have a president-elect who says she's an overrated actress, which no, but more importantly, you have somebody who's been acknowledged by that specific program eight to ten times and has been nominated 30 times, you get to a certain point where you say, you know what? She's just running out of shit to talk about. If we're just being honest, she's literally run out of topics. So, yeah, I guess she's probably going to say something political because if I were her, I'd just be like, well, A, I'm untouchable. So, fuck off. And B, ugh, like, again, you don't have to watch. You don't have to care. And, Kev, I'm going to I'm gonna get you to read or play, I guess, a clip of what it is in a second. But I find this whole conversation fascinating because before we even entertain a discussion on this, and it is a diss – And I did not like the diss. I will be very forthcoming in saying that right now. But as Kevin mentioned, I feel like I'm an ambassador to both worlds. I work in entertainment, and my passion is mixed martial arts. So when you put those two things together, it gets very sad because I'm the type of person who gets excited for award shows, but I'm also the type of person who gets excited for a UFC coming up. So those are usually two separate worlds. And I usually have to hear from UFC fans or MMA fans or jiu-jitsu fans or whatever when I tell them, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch the Academy Awards. They're like, oh, I don't watch that. Ugh, I hate those. And it's some sort of weird elitist belief that they don't like those things. So I found it very odd. When those same people suddenly, they were very concerned about something, an actress that they don't care about in an industry they don't care about, had something to say. So let us begin with the actual analysis of what she said. Kev?
0: Raised in Tasmania. So Hollywood is crawling with outsiders and foreigners. And if we kick them all out, you'll have nothing to watch but
1: football. ...and mixed martial arts, which are not the arts. Okay. <laughs> okay. The, now, the crushing part of that whole thing is for me... ...is the unbelievable applause. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, what, hey, well, is it just because that was a really good line, or...? Well, okay, so it's an applause line. So, Kevin and I, also, we should probably preface this. If you've never listened to our show before, or maybe you've forgotten, Kevin and I are rhetoric nerds, we're, so we have we're taught speech in and speech. speech. We've got our 10,000 hours. We've got about 40.
0: <laughs> I don't know how many it takes, we've well, we got a lot of them. <laughs> Self-admittedly, I've never been very good. I'm just telling you, I have a lot of experience.
1: You know, Kevin's never been very good, but let's put it this way. Our credentials are pretty solid, and... Between us, we have a few titles, so no big deal. We kind of we've been around the block in the world of speech, and this thing it speaks to us. So yeah, it's it's not exactly a flippant line uh, where she just said it casually. I think it was premeditated, but it was said it in a flippant version of how she considers our sport. But let's talk about a positive here, real quick, Kev, which I don't think a lot of people are thinking about. We got mentioned in the same breath as football.
0: I'm with you there, by the way. She was like, all you'll have are these two um, amazing things. And her point was just that that would be a lot of sports. And I like the parallel. I like that she wasn't like just that and the National Basketball Association, which is not an association. That would have been amazing.
1: (laughs) But I, you know, MMA, it's a good slight nod. Well, here we are fighting for legitimacy as much as we can. And, you know, as much as we like to say that mixed martial arts is a huge draw and can sometimes gain over 1.1 million buys, which, by the way, is Ronda Rousey's reported last pay-per-view. For those of you who said that she wasn't a draw anymore, (laughs) suck it. Which we also were like, shut
0: up. We even told Joe Rogan to shut up. It was like, you are beyond high this time,
1: dude. So we feel good about that one. But we'll come back to that in a second. So for her to label us with football. Sounds bad, but football's the biggest sport. And our most watched sport coverage has been with Kimbo Slice and Ken Shamrock, or other Kimbo Slice fat fights. So, yeah, we, we <laughs> could use some positive influence, because guess what? 20 million people tune in to the Golden Globes yesterday. So, for them to associate those two sports together... Fine, and I know that even amongst our own, there are some folks who do not want to be associated with football. But let's take the the quotation because it, it's quick. So I would agree
0: on that, by the way. I I yeah. like that point, and it's like, hey, prove her wrong. If you're like, no, we are better than that. We don't deserve that comparison. Uh, we have
1: a year to prove it. We've got two. I hope absolutely. So I think Kevin brings up a good point, and I want to start a hashtag, and I'd like to see if we get some traction on this but i'd like a hashtag that says prove male wrong now this again is in a respectful tone because unlike several folks i actually i think she's a fantastic actress i think she has been rightfully called the actress of her generation i think that she has rightfully won she's she's supposed to have won several times where you just go eh? she's meryl streep so she doesn't have to win all the time so there's a reason she's broken boundaries. I get it. But prove Merrill wrong in this sense, in that if our memories are a little fuzzy, let's go back to the early beginnings of MMA, where it was called human cockfighting. And there was a certain senator by the name of John McCain who didn't believe our sport was legitimate and was actually preventing it from getting legislation that would make it legal to do. He eventually came around. And I'll tell you one thing. The response that he got from Dana White wasn't the same that Dana White is giving to Meryl Streep. We will come back to that as well. But keep that in mind as we at least try to do this respectfully. And I have a reason as to why we should try to do it respectfully. But, Kev, do me a favor. In your interpretation, what does that quotation mean? And what was she saying before that? Yeah. Big,
0: large point here. She was upset after watching Donald Trump mock a New York Times reporter who was disabled. He very clearly did it. It wasn't his stupid ass. What are you talking about? (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) It's It's on. There's footage. He definitely did this. And she was making a larger point about the time for press and media has never been more important. And it's hard not to also understand that she probably has made a public association with Dana White and Donald Trump, uh, probably because he was at the convention and has been a pretty public might be the secretary of defense. We don't know any day now could change. So might be in the cabinet. There's a lot of UFC parallels and in speech terms. I believe she was doing something where she took the arts and associated it with the closest sport she could because sports tend to get treated with kid gloves in this uh, particular country in terms of their vitriol. It's awesome. We love them. We don't always love the staff of the New York Times like that, uh, which is fair. And she was comparing it and using the closest thing she could, and that happened to be mixed martial arts, which has it in the title. (laughs) Now, I'm also going to say, I, you know, the arts part is like, damn it. Could you pick a different <laughs> sport, please? That was my gut reaction. Yeah. But I also didn't take it as a larger indictment. Plus, it wasn't an, an indicting speech. It was just, hey, be respectful of the media and the arts. Otherwise, it's just uh, land-grabbing exercises and human cockfighting, which is a dangerous principle. The arts were always the first to go. I was okay with it in that regard. Uh, plus huge Meryl Streep fan. And while I believe that, oh God, I'm going to use this example. Are you ready, (laughs) Raph? Strap it. Yeah. I believe LeBron James, Mm -hmm. Stephen Curry, uh, George's St. Pierre, maybe even Tom Brady are artists. I believe they have artistic skills. I believe Rafael Lovato. I don't believe MMA is an art. I believe it is a physical sport. So much like you go into the yeah, no one ever gets hit at a musical like it's a pretty peaceful endeavor that's mostly sensory perceptive um not quite as clear so i think that's where i draw a line um and that's kind of okay what I think she now, was now let's let's so, start here because I, like I
1: think it. you're getting to my next area of analysis which is this and again i know you guys are wondering why are we spending time on this again because we this fucking is... can this is america We can. We can do whatever the fuck we want. We don't
0: get this chance is what I mean, Raph. Like, how often can we talk about Meryl Streep on an MMA podcast?
1: Listen, I didn't ever plan these two worlds were going to collide. I never thought it would happen. And I never thought the MMA people would (laughs) be so triggered by a 70-year-old lady who had an opinion on sports. Absolutely. (laughs) She looks great. Well, did she have an opinion? Because it was mostly (laughs) just, if you get rid of us, this is what you have left. Okay, okay, okay. I, I now, mean, that, that's hard to was, argue with. She was setting that up, and I have to say, it is quite impressive that she began her speech by giving credit to all these people. So it's a very inclusive sounding speech. She was naming people who were in the audience and saying these people are from all around the country and was specifically pointing out people who didn't expect to be called out. Sarah Jessica Parker, when she was mentioned in there, was like, What are you? Is Meryl Streep talking about me? So it was a very touching moment that she was including all these people as part of a community of artists where it starts to fall astray is as follows. So she mentions the fact she she groups us in with football. And I think there is some area for potential speculation as to why she would do that. So when she puts in MMA and she puts in football in the same sentence, it makes me think that she's talking about the sensationalized violence And I think that that is maybe an unfair comparison. But it does exist. Violence does exist. She even made a point in her speech to say violence begets violence. And there are going to be some who are trying to break apart and win by points. So as somebody who has both been on the side of doing debate and has taught our students structural ways of creating arguments and persuasive rhetoric, when she says those things – and she says, well, if you kicked out all of these foreigners, then all you would have are football and mixed martial arts. And then one of the first line of defenses for people who are fans of MMA or football, I don't really know their deal, but more <laughs> MMA, is when they say, yeah, well, look at all these different cultures who are represented here, which is a fair point.
0: Yeah, Fine. we do have a lot of – we're pretty good on that.
1: We have that. And you know what? It's that, and it's by her saying, you know, um, disrespect invites disrespect kind of a thing. And I'll tell you guys this right now. While those would get you points in a debate and in a rhetorical-sounding, logical argument, they don't help push what we want. What we want is to be included in that world. If you want MMA to exist forever and ever in its own little sphere – then you'll never care about stuff like this. But clearly the fact that people are upset means that it is important to them. So that is, I think, a reason why it is important to look at it and try to figure out why she would incite us with the world of violence. Because I think she's comparing the very violent and strange world of football where there's a lot of bad shit that happens and we're okay with it. And trying to do a false equivalency of saying, well, you know what? Hollywood has a lot of black marks in it, too. And it's like, well, let's not get too deep into that because in mixed martial arts, we've got some we've got some sketchy. It's like, yeah, uh, be careful there. So let's not take, you know, the the train of trying to be bigger than everybody else. Everything has a shady part of its past. But I think the larger point is this. People are missing the opportunity for a real discussion point in trying to make us be better, thus prove Meryl wrong. Now, Kev, when all of this happens, I think the sad part for us, especially in the jiu-jitsu and the grappling community, there is a real sense – Of the word artist. And you mentioned Rafael Lovato Jr. He has a whole series called. We are artists. That is one of the videos that was produced about him. Why do you think that they were so. Touched or so. Incited to respond. Because mixed martial arts is. uh, When
0: you're in it. You're it's. I do get that part. It's uh, always tough to hear yourself. Attacked and it's a crowd. That likes to defend. Mm -hmm. and one of the rules of MMA and jiu-jitsu is to sort of choose how you respond to that attack, and I do believe one was semi... Again, it wasn't the most provocative statement, (laughs) so A, calm down. Uh, I believe people are just feeling that sort of breakup feeling. It's like, I love Meryl Streep. Why is she talking about mixed martial arts? I get that. Uh, Get over it, because she was basically just making a point that uh, we have to be respectful, Of our brethren, and as mixed martial artists, we're supposed to be protectors, Raph. I'm going to take that route.
1: Well, a lot of people, I mean, let's get to the real nitty-gritty of that, because a lot of people in the world of mixed martial arts as well, but in grappling, I I felt the community really, they didn't know exactly where they wanted to go. They know they didn't like the statement, but they didn't know why. And I think part of it is because maybe we understand certain things that Meryl doesn't. So maybe we know things Like the mental elation we get from both art and absolutely violence, as, or as it might be referred to and it could be it could be i mean because we love a little bit of violence We're in but, the i mean that that's a, a very americanized trait and i think that it's not just us <laughs> damn right considerably but think about the things that we do like some of our most popular movies are the most violent movies because they speak to certain kinds of truth about. Uh, Mel Gibson yeah. and Vince
0: Vaughn Giving her an, a bizarre look It does crack her up It's like, really?
1: Uh, maybe you should just keep it cool, Mel I mean, uh, Mel's just happy to be at the party So let's be very he's, frank He's like,
0: I was trying to look not wasted I,
1: I don't think I was doing well And Vince Vaughn is one of the few conservatives Who, uh, you know, does speak out And that's fine It's good to have the different voices I think that's fine His response, you should develop completely fine one. Ayo. <laughs> so when we're talking about that, we're talking about this world of Meryl Streep may not understand. Yes, like you said, the elation, the mental game, the fact that you have people who are such a higher Practitioning person, you know, the Meryl Streep's of Jiu Jitsu, if you would. The Michael Jordans of jiu-jitsu, when they do it, they do make it art. So yes, there is a certain respect and understanding for that world. But I think there are other things that people don't understand. Maybe Meryl and and her brethren may not understand, which would be self-defense in mixed martial arts. The art of sticking up for yourself when you're being bullied. An important topic in the world of the Hollywood community. Something Uh, the
0: actor types can mm -hmm. definitely associate with.
1: The sense of community when she was mentioning all of those people and and trying to create and foster that that important source of saying that they are a whole community who comes together when we're not shitting on each other via memes or that my team does better (laughs) than yours. We're for the most part. Really behind the world of grappling and each other. Now, sure, tomorrow we're going to go back and say, like, isn't it great that Gracie Barr and Northridge is taking on the Dana Her Desk Squad? Yeah, that's fine. But for this one day, <laughs> everybody was fucking united in hating Meryl Streep. But the larger point is this, and this is why I I, I was a little pained by it, specifically yesterday. So I had told Kevin this, but at uh, Valley Martial Arts Center at an open Be match. Be back! Care, Oh, sorry. There, there was a uh, a girl, a woman, who came to our open mat. And so I didn't know who she was there for, but she was in uh, an electric wheelchair. And I was just like, oh, cool, who are you here for? And she's like, I'm coming to train. And I thought, oh, really? You're, you're going to train with us? And she's like, yeah. So she went out, she put on a gi, and there was this really cool feeling yesterday that I, I don't think I've really had too many times that were this unique that were this amazing, but she came and she trained with us and to see someone who is in a wheelchair, not have limitations, not be scared, not feel, um, unusual, not like for uh, an hour freed up from whatever limitations she has in her life. I thought, Man, what an unfortunate day that I would hear something said like this from Meryl Streep where I personally have experienced it. And maybe she hasn't or maybe she's not used to these ideas or these narratives or these different stories of the weight loss or the people who have been rescued by jiu-jitsu. And I just thought these are the stories that Hollywood likes to say that they bring to the table and they do. But we do as well in the world of grappling and grappling is a component of the mixed martial arts. So, yes, she might be fixated on the sensationalized violence that we put in promo packages. And yes, maybe she is referring to Dana White. And no, for you conspiracy theorists, before I finish this point, and Kev, I want to get your reaction on this, but there was a conspiracy theory that because she's repped by CAA, which is the rival. Agency to WME, the new owners of the UFC, they felt that that was the reason why she made the quip about mixed martial arts.
0: They want my oh, I would love to give you my opinion on that conspiracy theory. First, I've never heard anything I've believed more upon initial gut reaction. (laughs) But if I were to speculate about its integrity, I would first think I don't think people realize that Meryl Streep isn't. Like, uh, the agency doesn't send scripts to her. Uh, I don't know how to, she, she's in charge. She does what she does. That's what, uh, they don't give her advice that might semi boost their, uh, status in the MMA ownership game. So I think you might be grossly underestimating how rich and how important Meryl Streep is. So,
1: yes, no, they but um,
0: otherwise 100 percent foolproof minor beef between agencies, one that's venturing into sports capital and one that happens to represent the most acclaimed actress
1: ever. Absolutely. So, yeah, when people say that sort of thing, it is short sighted in that sense. So I get it. And yes, it was supposed to be a joke that's in, in its essence, you can argue it as being elitist. But it's no different than, like I'm I said, my friends. I still believe it. Well, it's no different than my friends who say, I don't watch that Hollywood stuff because I just don't like that world. So I, I've seen it happen on both sides. And there is a disconnect between the two. But it is our hope that instead of trying to challenge them and trying to be dicks about it, a.k.a. putting up memes of Nate Diaz saying, Meryl Streep says that the arts aren't included mixed martial arts. Well, fuck you, Meryl Streep. You're being exactly the type of hooligan that she believes in the sensationalized violence. So in that realm, you are playing into the archetype of what those people in that room were clapping for when she said that. So that is to me why I feel those people reacted why they did. But they don't know what we know sometimes. So rather than being dicks about it, rather than saying things like, you're an actor. Nobody cares what you think. At least I don't. Or, you know, why do all these award shows have to be political platforms for all these actors? These shows are supposed to be fun and entertaining for their fans. Another crying actor slash actress. Next. I also, Raf,
0: I feel like we've, we're doing a good job staying – mostly uh, on the up and up about what we're talking about, but I don't think I've revealed everything I should reveal about my opinions. Oh, please, go ahead. I do want to say I also feel particularly close to the situation because I was going through a breakup and the movie, It's Complicated just, you know, helped me get through it to the (laughs) point that I formed an emotional bond. I'm going to say it out loud. My friends in this group house I was living in kept walking in while I was like watching parts of it. It was always on and I would just flip through. You know, when you're like watching parts of a movie in secession. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe I'm letting my heart speak more than I should. I just, <laughs> as a journalist that I'm not, i <laughs> never <laughs> proclaimed to be, I just wanted to say
1: that. Yeah. I just, I, I, I feel like it's one of those areas where uh, again, part of the reason we bring it up is because it is a big moment. It is how we react to it. It is the prove male wrong movement. It is the, yeah, Sure. Maybe she doesn't understand these things, but I can tell you the amount of, of happiness I felt yesterday training with somebody who was in a wheelchair and seeing them do things beyond their limitations and push past any kind of boundaries that you could put in your own brain. It was awesome. It was inspiring to me. And I had told them after I I had rolled with her, I had said to her, I said, you know, Hey, thanks for making my jujitsu better. And she just said, she's like, no, thank you for making mine better. And I said, how did you start this? And she said, well, um, she was going to UCLA. And she said, I was just looking for something to do. And I found that with jujitsu, everybody, when I'm on the floor, is the exact same way as me. So when they're rolling around and they're doing like shoulder rolls or rolling backwards or forwards, I'm like, hey, i roll in a ball. I can do that. And she goes, now these people are in my world. And I thought, how spectacularly empowering this is. And yes, that is something that not everybody gets to experience. But when you see it, you know the power of the sport. When you hear, like today I was reading something from one of our friends, Josh Hayden. I believe one of his students put up a post that said that they took down a semi-armed group. Uh, gunman, I believe, or an an armed gunman, or I don't know the exact details, but they were able to take them down using jujitsu. And they said, this is why I come to class. We know those things. We know that they're important and that they play a role in society. So hopefully we don't take this as the opportunity to be as flippant as Merrill may have been about our sport, but maybe as an inviting, incited post to tell those people, to be those stories, to tell them like Hollywood does, where they make those movies or we we share those stories because those positive mentions help to bring about that change so that you know John McCain does change his mind and then we do know MMA as we know it because of it and one of the people to fall victim to this though Kev is none other than Dana White would you like to hear what Dana White said please um, do we need to do it in Dana White voice? Uh, 100%. Well, how bad is it and how long is it? Probably. I mean, you know, Dana's not very, uh, sensitive. Well, let's put it this way. Pretty sexist. <laughs> Has a history you know
0: of violent sexism. Not violent. Dana, <laughs>
1: Dana, aggressive. Dana doesn't have the ability to speak for at length for too long, but, not abusive.
0: Um, just famously women will never fucking fight like has had Correct. some issues to overcome as a as a man okay here we go i think it's the balding i'm just again i'm <laughs> guessing i don't know i haven't seen his penis and how small it is i'm just guessing it's the balding.
1: <laughs> here's this response it's not going to be everybody's fucking thing now well, expletives are obviously emphasized by me And the last thing we fucking need in the world, I expect, is an uppity 80-year-old lady in our fucking demographic. And I love mixed martial arts. So he's saying he doesn't expect her to be an 80-year-old lady, to be in their demo and to love mixed martial arts. So, okay. When he says, uh, you know, if that was at all influenced by maybe him speaking out. At the Republican National Convention for Trump, he responded by saying like, I don't know, maybe it did. Maybe it did, but I'm not fucking sure. I mean, UFC owner Ari Emanuel is definitely Hollywood and he makes movies and TV shows and wasn't a Trump supporter either, but I don't know. If you really look at who falls the UFC and who's into mixed martial arts, it's everybody. I don't expect an 80-year-old woman to be a big fan of mixed martial arts and listen, everybody's into whatever they're into. I'm not a big fan of fucking golf. It doesn't mean I should stop watching it. If you don't like it, change the fucking channel. So much better at his voice. <laughs> that was the best. 100% the best choice. Keep going. Um, when it response to, you know, uh, the whole thing, uh, several fighters also blasted the actress Uh, Dana White then continued by saying, of course it's a fucking R. I mean, these are fighters, the men and women who are so talented. They train their whole fucking lives to become the best in the world. And the people who get into the UFC are the fucking elite of the fucking elite. So they're elitists too, I guess by that definition. Anyway, long story short (laughs) to say something stupid like that is like saying she's not a talented actress, which she is. She's a very fucking talented actress. We have fighters from all over the world, world champions, men and women. We do f- tons of fights in fucking foreign countries. <laughs> She's not educated <laughs> about the sport. And it was fucking completely uneducated comment. And I I want to say, this doesn't say it in the article, but I, I'm pretty sure this is what he followed up with. God. And yeah. fucking uneducated comments are what I fucking do. So fuck <laughs> that bitch. So I, I just want to make sure you guys understand that so yeah this is exactly i think
0: it. everybody knows whenever they read it it's like no way this was not <laughs> edited <laughs> there must have been 48 bucks somewhere in this document
1: <laughs> but i mean th- so again it's proving the point that's the type of response meryl streep would exactly expect from the mma fans i think you guys are better than this one of our friends put this out here and i'm going to put this question to you kevin which is Um, An actor is an artist, and I value what she was saying to her own community and to the public. And we know that MMA is not the arts. So what's the big deal? Also, Trump is a clown for responding to her, and we all know that he did mock a disabled person. So anyway, what is your response to uh, MMA and the arts?
0: Agree, agree, agree. And let's all be clear. There's only one way that we survive, and there's only one way that we pay homage to the sport we love. We get anyone that questions the integrity of mixed martial arts to train not because of fear, but because of invitation and excitement. Let's extend it. Let's give people the opportunity to see what we see. Be nice. Be respectful. And the big win here is that Meryl Streep tries jiu-jitsu or Muay Thai or whatever she's into. I'm sure she's tried a few of them. Seems like a Tai Chi person. Uh, I think we keep advocating until we get... uh, ryan gosling and some of the more better looking celebrities i mean it's nice to have ashton kutcher but i'd like someone relevant and <laughs> we have some opportunities here to pay homage and do some things so be respectful be humble and continue to remember that if some dickhead had screamed i'm gonna beat the i could beat the shit out of you this is whatever you would probably not have stuck with it
1: yeah and i i and I do understand. There is a certain world of you know, elitism and, as we mentioned before, out of touch, overrated. The president-elect called her just that. Yeah, I understand. It's easy to go that route. It's easy to create that division. It happens. It's something that happens when you feel like you've been provoked. And a lot of mixed martial arts will teach you, like, Ah, no, I don't, I don't fight unless I've been provoked. And Meryl Streak provoked me. No, she didn't. She said some words. It's not a fight. She didn't even say anything in
0: particularly negative. Once again, all her point technically did was say, less of us, it's just sports. And And she didn't even comment if that was bad. She was just like, I think that's probably a bad thing, and I agree with her. I I love MMA as much as the next person, but you know, sometimes you just need a good cry or an emotional journey (laughs) that you're not ready to predict, and sometimes you need to hear that you are going to find love again. And it's about getting out there and being strong. And once again, I would reference everyone to see it's complicated,
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but you're talking about that idea. And that is something that she brought up. And that was, I think the main crux of her speech. So if you really want to get down to the other elements, which aren't as MMA, I guess the other elements that she were saying w- included as follows mocking the disabled, probably bad ideas. Don't do it. Okay um the hollywood community is from all over okay maybe you could argue that yeah it's she's trying to say like uh, football and mma but that's like a a weird tangent of it and maybe it wasn't constructed as well as it could have been maybe we can be that honest in saying that but the importance of empathy in relation to the example of mocking a disabled person so let's say that Donald Trump, and if you believe this, God bless you. But if Donald Trump didn't actually believe he was insulting a disabled person, then perhaps some empathy that she's talking about would maybe make you understand that it would suck to be in his position. So rather than taking the offensive and saying like, well, fuck that guy, he's a terrible reporter and he knows what he's doing and also I would never mock the disabled – And then saying like – making that the main point of saying I would never mock the disabled. I hope that nobody would be insulted by that sort of thing. But you know what? Donald Trump, people love him because he speaks from the heart and he says what he says. But in doing so, it is missing that empathy for that person who could be doing that. And So a larger part of her speech is when bullies bully people and we accept that as fact, then it becomes accepted the more that we do. So what she's arguing for is at least within her art, in her opinion, they create that empathy. So that is why we make the push for prove Meryl wrong. Great. But we do it in a way that says tell those stories, create, show that we do create that empathy, show that we create that sense of humanity, whether it is your own academy, whether it is uh, through supporting your friends, your teammates, whatever it is. That's the whole takeaway of this whole thing, I think because you can go round and round and saying she has zero fucks given doesn't care about sports and that's fine that is an opinion that some people have some people just don't care for sports and there may be no way to change opinions in that realm but at the very least it's a higher level of discourse to try and do it this way
0: and i would also uh Just like Capstone, Gary Tony did not see that live. He was busy training. So if you were
1: watching, you had the time. Let's just all, remember. You either took the time to watch it, or you took the time to watch a clip that was (laughs) baited for you to say, Meryl Streep talks about mixed martial arts. And you're like, who said that? (laughs) Who? The lady from the River Wild? Ah, she better not have. I know. Oh, I love fucking Liberty Snicket in a series of unfortunate <laughs> events. And how dare that supporting actress in that movie? I love the movie adaptation. <laughs> now, the fucking dare her. And, and I guess Kevin, that's a beautiful point to kind of uh, start to close us out. But I do want to. Uh, I think there's. I, I'm one having a here.
0: blast. So we can talk about this for four more
1: years. Listen, uh, I could do this forever because we had a lot of people who liked us saying that we were going to comment about this today. And one person was saying, all I heard was politics, politics, personal feelings, blah, MMA, jiu-jitsu, boxing, Muay Thai, wrestling, judo, karate, et cetera, is not an art, blah, blah, blah. First of all, she didn't have enough time to say all of those things. She didn't but list okay. them,
0: so you don't know.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what she technically. But sure. she said, and first of I all, think... karate, I think let's all, <laughs> <laughs> all take a step back. <sighs> no, I'm, I I'm think happy. no response is needed. She is back in the '90s with this MMA is essentially cockfighting mentality. If she hasn't involved her thinking since that time, I doubt she will now. Okay, maybe we don't <laughs> convince Meryl. Maybe we never prove her wrong. Maybe it never happens. But
0: I again, fucking hope
1: not. That would mean the death of something
0: you and I cherish dearly and hope to participate <laughs> in. And you make a live a livelihood. I do. I, <laughs> I like the, the arts are. <laughs> It's not just her. Like, we also lose, you know, Leno, Letterman. There's a legacy here, bitches. I want to keep being able to escape. Yeah. I mean. I like stories. How am I supposed I just to fall love... asleep without Oliver Stone's documentary about the history of the United States? Mm.
1: It's not going to happen. I just find it the where, you know, okay, yeah, all I heard was politics, feelings, blah, 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 blah. Uh, no response is needed. I disagree. We obviously cared enough to talk about it here, and it's because we felt like this voice was missing. We've seen all these responses. I've seen several people draft letters, uh, many of them trying to be – one even from Vice. And from Fightland, if they're trying to say – their headline was the polite response to Meryl Streep. If Vice is trying to be polite about this, wow. You also have Josh Barnett who did a response – You had a few other people who have written responses, some MMA fighters. A few MMA fighters, surprisingly, were actually like, I liked the speech up until she said that. And I had the same feeling because I had people who were looking at me at my viewing party to check in how I felt. My high school teacher for English was like, Raph, you were the first person I thought of when I saw this. Like People were worried about how I felt. And I was just disappointed that it would I guess, categorize something that I know and have experienced being great, being lumped in together with a perspective of all violence is bad, and more importantly, not even truly understanding it. So when we get those teachable moments or you get those opportunities, you have your ways you can respond. But I guess the funnier parts to me are, most of the people who were responding in their letters were being just as equally as elitist or very condescending because they felt like that's the way to go. And if that's your thing, then do it on the same note. You had Scott Coker from uh, Bellator who was inviting Meryl Streep to come watch MMA uh, when they come out to Los Angeles. Great call. For, by the way, that's how you do it. You invite her to be well,
0: like, Hey, let me give you a side by side show did he well, say I, i'll vip it it'll be great i can't
1: promise that but i can tell you one thing though kev about bellator that Bellator
0: might not be the place to never
1: mind and that's it'll, my note no fine. no no that's no, my note to good. meryl street no, I,
0: I, honestly, I, I, honestly.
1: <laughs> that's my note to her is i'm like listen if you're gonna learn mma i don't think it's gonna come at the hands of jail sonnet versus how do i
0: put geez. this nicely bellator uh you're more the Give me an actress that kind of makes sense. Uh, probably Winona Ryder. Before Stranger Things, uh, you had a shot, but um, you know what it Meg is. Meg Ryan. It's... There you go. You could probably get Meg Ryan, and I think that yep. would be a cool. That would be that would be appropriate. You could probably get Winona Ryder like right after she shoplifted. Mm-hmm. There, like, that—that's what I didn't want to like, yeah. particularly. No, okay. But right in that area, yeah, that's when she was the most, most Bellatorian,
1: absolutely Bellatorian. <laughs> I think, you know, obviously, props to Scott for uh, what is known as the best press grab I've seen in some time for trying to get some uh, headlines to go for the one million people who were trending Meryl Streep. Not at all a grab for attention for a fledgling organization. I digress. Heart's at the right place. But yes, Meryl, let's just say Tito Ortiz is not going to show you the way. So I guess that's where I I fall on this whole thing, which is if you guys like that, share your stories, do it, whatever. Be smart about how you do it. If Meryl Streep doesn't get it, that's fine. Maybe she's not the generation that will ever get it. Maybe our goal is to get the Anna Kendricks. Maybe our goal is to consistently be uh, the next world over For the next generation to understand a little bit better. But if you're also basing your existence off of what Meryl Streep said today and you were having a hard time training or you were talking about her, at the very least she got you to talk, which is the whole point of these fucking speeches. As somebody who's given speeches, written speeches, coached people on how to give speeches, what you want is for advocacy to set forth. And you don't always get to control the advocacy because you don't control the message interpretation. So at the very least, as somebody who's now heard the message, you have the opportunity to react how you want to. So that advocacy can work your way as well. It doesn't have to just be an anti-sentiment from her. And who knows? Maybe I'll write a script where I make Meryl Streep the mother of a MMA fighter and we make that work. Because let's be very real about one thing. If you want to talk about about the separation between, I guess, the mixed martial arts and the Oscars, the easiest way to get nominated in a sports movie, Kev, play a boxer. Yeah. So let's never forget that. It's deeply like if you can't see the realm between the two.
0: Does that not offend MMA people as much as it offends me? I'm just saying we've got other shit
1: to worry about. One of them is you can't make a good movie about our sport. Yep. So there in my friends is our perspective on Meryl Streep. Kev, do you have any other Uh, closing I have one final
0: thought. We've
1: done a pretty good job
0: skirting the issue, which is we're mostly appealing to the commonsensical among us and the slightly less commonsensical that have really gone at it on
1: the social media. I, I was, was going to say, if they're thing... listening to us, I'm not 100% sure they're, uh, you know, us, also, fair. Uh, uh, also fair.
0: I would like to make this point, and this is where I just sort of, this is where I end it, because we've started with my my general opinions, which is, love her, don't feel that bad, wish she hadn't said mixed martial arts. Yeah. I firmly believe if you voted for Donald Trump, you have to end this sentence with, I didn't like what Meryl Streep said because I don't agree with her. Everybody else, if you're offended about mixed martial arts, is one thing. But if you voted for Donald Trump, you've already endorsed this type of rhetoric and this type of frame, which is celebrities with very little specific experience in government commenting about how they think it should be run. So your only disagreement is with what she said, which are the points. And I would like you to then publicly state... I disagree with Meryl Streep. I think he should be able to mock disabled anyone. And that's where I end it with. So if you are a Trump supporter, I think you should be very clear about your position.
1: <laughs> I I will say this as well. I had some people, um, very interestingly, uh, I had to put up a note today because I had somebody call somebody an asshole on my Facebook wall. Wow. Oh, uh, yeah. Way and, and more they don't... exciting day than I did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but they don't know each other. It's just an MMA (laughs) jiu-jitsu person coming in and calling one of my other friends an asshole. And mind you, this is not somebody who actually is a friend of mine. They just ghost to see what I write about. And they're usually one of the people who, if I put up something political, are ghosting just to agree with whoever's disagreeing with me. Which is a fun life, I have to say, that I don't have the time for. But... There is a level of assholism that I think is, is apparent in our, our debates, and our, our discourse, as you would. So, yeah, there, there can be some differences in opinion. But I always tell people, I'm like, listen, you can get off the train anytime you want. I, I don't require people to be my friends. I warn people all the time. I write jokes mm, all the time. You made me write I don't that really contract. Censor myself. It was really <laughs> annoying.
0: I was like, why? You we were like, no, if you're going to be my friend, which I'm making you do.
1: And I just, I enjoy the fact that I think spirited discussion and debate is always important. And, you know, Kevin and I are, are pretty good about being like, all right, let's hear your point. Provided you have one, that's great. We're, we've heard every kind of argument possible in doing speech and debate. So, you know, we're in great stuff. We're, we're we in that it. realm. We, we love hearing the, the, the people who feel a certain way about it and, and really feel compelled to speak about it. But there are smart ways to do it, and be the smart one. Never, never go in on somebody just because you you're like, oh, I don't know, this guy's an asshole. Fuck them. And It's like, <laughs> oh, all right, well, you know, you're gonna quickly find your way off of my Facebook, very, very promptly on that one. Um, but I, I suppose the nice part about this is, is we got a nice opportunity to get some people to talk about MMA. And like I said, we're in the same realm as football, so suck on that and get and to train. And if if I would say go ahead, keep going this one last thing, which is this, Kev. If you think about this, and I really hate to to kind of put some jujitsu people on blast, but there are some jujitsu people, prominent names, several of whom I have interviewed, who might have said that they don't like football themselves or (gasps) Gasp don't like MMA.
0: Oh, actually, I know of one person specifically that even I was shocked at his nerdiness. <laughs> it was, just, it was. Good. This is a, this is a very good fighter. He would fuck all of us up. In line, if we kept coming, we would have no chance. Doesn't really watch sports. Loved it. Couldn't <laughs> couldn't get enough of his opinions. Yep. So I I do I acquiesced. That's a great point.
1: So I'm just Six saying. I mean. You know, I mean, we might be bad today because we're all united because an actress spoke her mind. But – and I guess the other uh, point I I had about it was there was something weird about this whole like I wonder if you are Meryl Streep and you – maybe she is one of those people who only finds out about UFCs or mixed martial arts through your Ronda Rouseys or your Conor McGregors, which usually bring out the randos, the people who aren't indicative of watching every single UFC or MMA fight or whatever – But then she sees the vitriol in which people are responding to, say, Ronda Rousey, which I'm sure for Meryl Streep, a noted feminist, and take with that whatever you want, to see that kind of backlash to someone who is a champion, I don't know, maybe I'm just making things up. But sometimes when fans are assholes, they do create that realm of the bad fans. So that sensationalized violence comes from sometimes those fans who want to see blood in fights who yell fucking kick his ass fucking murder him (laughs) it's the same thing within football where you see those concussions and you see people being like nah you know what back in my day we took a hit and it's like yeah do you know where most of those people are today they can barely walk or function let alone put their name on an sat test so yeah A lot of those measures are meant to prolong people, even if they are kind of slightly annoying. And that's getting into the FL, which is a whole fucking shitbag into itself. So, yeah.
0: Which, if anything, to be upset with, it's like, hey, our concussion protocols are way better than theirs. Yeah. We have a much better track record of of our athletic. Now I'm like, our. What are
1: you talking about? Well, now that's. I wanted to do this whole thing about empathy, Kev, and end on. Um, you know, hey, but seriously though, even though she included us in with football, fuck those guys. <laughs> Is that the right way to
0: end that? That's the best way. It's all about empathy, but fuck football. Fuck them. <laughs> that's, fuck them. Yeah, I actually really love that and I feel good about this discussion. We've covered it. We closed it. We gave you uh, exactly how we feel. Yeah. And Raph, are you prepared for a little, we're just going to lighten the mood and have okay. a little fun? Where this is, uh, I've, Raph's rapid fire is what I'm going to call it. I'm just going to give you comments you put on our social media about news stories. Go through it. See what you remember. Okay. Okay. Let's start with your just, I'm fine with this.
1: Sounds like an article. It sounds like a rematch that I seemed like I didn't have much more to say other than I'm fine with this. 100%. You spoke for everyone in the world.
0: Breaking news from UFC on Fox, Tyron, the Chosen One Woodley versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson rematch, UFC 209. Kevin, why I, am I fine with it? <laughs> Cuz it's one of the rare times that it's like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's what Oh yeah, that's what should have happened. So just yeah. Wow, weird UFC. Thanks. That was <laughs> that was uh, exactly what we thought would happen. So okay. well done on your part. Thank you. Uh <laughs> this next one. Someone should probably not tell blank what's happening with grapplers uh, right now. Uh
1: oh uh oh okay. This is a trick one. Uh because it has to do with uh this person saying that they're tired of MMA fighters <laughs> saying that they're just taking money for the fights, or fights for the money. So, Kev, why would I say that, and who is that person?
0: BJ Penn rips fighters constantly begging for money, (laughs) and uh, I enjoyed your explanation of, yeah, as someone that came, well, the irony, I guess, if I'm going to explain your joke, is that he came from the grappling world. He did for him to be like, God, why are they trying to get these money fights?
1: Well, Uh, uh, bad
0: news. That's what the big grapplers are doing is a pretty funny. Do do we have an inside line to a minute of BJ right now? I was actually just about to say here to comment on your comment about his comment about other people's comments. I'm going to mute Raph and bring on bj Penn fighting oh, soon. oh uh, hey bro
1: yeah no i don't know when i'm fighting i think it's this weekend it could be sometime else i don't really know and i love your introduction it's very nice and very appeasing to me because i'm the dude playing the dude inside of another dude and it's very nice to be bj pen you know what i'm saying bro
0: i can't believe you followed all of my comment sections but i appreciate that you are giving UFC fighters a little grief for asking for money fights. My podcast co-host was explaining that that's what happens with grapplers right now. What are
1: your thoughts that that's what's happening not only in the UFC, but also in grappling? Well, first of all, I have to say, You know, I'm all about the empathy brush, but Mm -hmm. I fucking hate that guy. Like, he doesn't understand anything, bro. (laughs) And like, no, I know. No, bro. Like, honestly, I feel so sad for him. He had to defend Meryl Streep. And it's like, why? You know, it's like, I don't defend old white ladies. I feel bad for them. You've never defended Dana White. Mm -mm. no in fact Dana White you know it's like he had to take on Meryl Streep and I was like you guys should finish this in the cage I think that's it but I got bad news for you Braj I think that Meryl would take Dana
0: Ooh, and I don't think we can afford either of them Uh, no but I do agree I think she's got some I think she might have a grappling game he's not prepared for
1: also Braj if we're being real Kramer versus Kramer period that's it you know It's always
0: great to have you on. Do you mind me asking, did a particular UFC fighter asking for a money fight upset you specifically? Or were you just, uh, in general, like, I got to say something that's going to get people to watch my fight. Yeah,
1: I think it's mostly some Hawaiian fighter who should be retired who is asking for money to fight. Because, you know, it's not looking very nice for him to be fighting, even though he's in a lot of old age. So... You know, like a lot of people would say like, oh, man, hasn't he retired like four times? And like, no, bro, he's back. You know, like that guy, he needs the money. So I guess (sighs) what I'm saying is, could we do a telethon for this guy so he doesn't have to fight anymore, Braj?
0: Happy to help. uh, But I do not want to be associated with it at all.
1: Okay, bro. That sounds good. Thank you. Okay. Verbal tap fans. BJ Penn, former weight champion. I'm gonna secretly tell you I love Mama Mia too. She was great in that. Okay, bye everybody. Oh,
0: thank you. That is, this is this good one. That's a good Meryl Streep. Uh, BJ Penn, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna bring Raph back. Raph, Mamma Mia two is what mm. BJ Penn actually pivoted to. Oh Bad news for you, by the way. Still What's pissed that? at you. Ah. still not pleased. That's what happens. It is what happens. It's part of the sport. Okay, He's those grappling elites.
1: One. You know how those <laughs> grappling elites
0: are, Kev. Raph on Raph. Hoping that she is okay and that this
1: is just a rumor. Uh-oh. It uh, could be anybody. But um, let's narrow it down. She, I love doing these she, things. She? she. Yeah. Kev, so, I love doing these things like I'm on uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Because it's like they narrate their family's life before they answer the question. They're like, well, <laughs> um, I know this because my sister once attended the first grade and her teacher was Mrs. Price, therefore, final answer Fisher Price. Like, why? You could have just said final answer. Anyway. Um, so, okay, so this this fighter uh, coming back from a loss just lost her championship. Holy belt. home. Ladies and gentlemen, he does. Uh, it's impressive. It's not looking good, good for her, man. I hope that this is just a report. It said it report man. in big letters. And I hope it, it is. Said it, yes, it
0: does. And it, even, it has rumor in front of it. Like Everybody's giving it a whole grain of salt, to use another metaphor. Awesome. Me. Uh, I do want to – I just want to give you a quick honorable mention for your comment on former foes Rampage and Jones hang out in Cali. You just put ha, <laughs> period. <laughs> I, I don't know where A&E is when we need them, but get there. Immediately, find out what they're doing, find out who their dealer is, and hang out with them. Last one, Raph, and I think this might stump you. You posted, cool to know. Uh
1: Uh-oh. That's a good one. This might stump me. Cool to know. It has to be... Okay, but what would be cool to know, Kev?
0: (laughs) That's the question. What's the cool to know? And I think this is an apropos comment for this particular <laughs> article.
1: It's like, yeah, it's not life changing. Um, I guess. Okay. Can I ask a, like a hint question? Sure. How That's drunk great. was I at this time?
0: Uh, yesterday at nine ten PM. So not, Ooh, not, not nice uh, Frank, <laughs> turn the volume up on uh, the answer to that. Probably pretty.
1: Especially after the Golden Globes, the GG, G- when you, Street, knew. you knew, You knew as soon as she, soon as she did world, it, you, you go, were like, "Oh God, God.
0: <laughs> God. <laughs> how do I, how <laughs> do well, I the, sleep
1: now?" I got the worst part the was being like, "Oh, you know, the internet's gonna find out about this in an hour." Damn it, because they're not watching. <sighs> well, Kev, you know, I'm just gonna have to take the fifth on this one. Serena Williams
0: and Venus Williams own $125 million of the UFC stock, as well as other roster names, including current Batman, former Boston poor person, Ben Affleck. The only Batman uh, to ask, you think you're better than me? <laughs> he, did he have Batman shaved into his beard last night? No, he didn't. You need but to I look at it. Yes, he did. Did he really? Yes, he had upside-down Batman shaved into his fucking beard.
1: Did he really?
0: And I haven't looked on the oh. internet to see if it caught fire. But look at the no, picture oh, of Ben Affleck oh. and tell me that's not a bat signal. Right in his beard. See,
1: Ben Affleck.
0: He's I don't know why. Between, he's in between... He's uh, in between... So he... Oh, I could never say her name. Sultan, no. So he just... She's so talented, too. Damn it.
1: Let's. Can I read you some of these... The Google searches for just, this is Ben Affleck Batman beard, okay? Yeah. So the first one is pretty uh, standard. Goodbye, Ben Affleck's beard. Actor shaved his lengthy facial hair. Normal, right? That is Third option, Ben Affleck shaves off his sexy beard before and after pics.
0: Well, I'm about to send you a photo, Raph. We're going to do a little juxt here. Normally, it goes the other way around. I am posting it. You click on it. Tell me that guy's beard. Hopefully it takes you right to the picture. All right.
1: I'm going there. Hold on. You're right. We don't normally have it happen this way. Normally I send you something.
0: And I'm selling you there's an upside down bat and that guy's beard.
1: All right. I see your point. It's not. First of all. He's just making a giant frowny face in this. That doesn't help anything. But why would
0: you cut the deep trenches there no. if not for a subtle homage to the Dark Knight?
1: I don't listen. You don't see it? You don't no, either? I understand like you get you like the Rorschach test of Those looking at this bullshit and saying like I Batman in this.
0: Deep pull on your part with Rorschach. Thank
1: you. But I'm trying to say so, he still died. <laughs> The hard part about him in this whole respect is two things. One, his bow tie is not properly put on him. Number two, the look on his face explains why his bow tie is not properly put up. It's because (laughs) he's so bothered to be there. And three, and this is just my own emphasis, when did we decide he could direct films still? Because it's fine for him to direct them, but he does that whole direct and act in them thing. And like he's in this new movie that apparently plays some hustler who looks like he's in the smooth criminal video where he's just in a white fucking suit. And then when he's acting, he feels that, well, if I'm gonna be acting, I'm gonna use this down deep voice. It's my Ben Affleck acting, serious voice. I'm in on it. Oh, it's so bad. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Well, times. No, hey, time. Oh god.
0: Yeah, a lot of times. And there we are. We're uh and I would apologize to Zoe Saldana. I do feel bad about that. And uh, just the general mispronunciations over the years, Raph. Yeah. That's probably going to do it for us here tonight. It's going to move us to shout-out territory. Yes. Shout-out territory. Uh, shout-out to Rhonda for breaking her silence. Mm. Love her. Love her struggle. Can't wait to hear more. And this is a personal, more of a call-out to Meryl Streep, come train some jiu-jitsu obviously you're going to probably want to train with someone better than me and more interesting. I would if I had the options. So, you know, find someone in LA. That's cool. There's a lot of people around. Go give her a tour, Write Something to her agents. uh, If they have time in between agency, (laughs) agency, subtle chess moves. Uh, Let me know. So, and that's going to do it for me on the shout outs, except for the, of course, happy birthday to the Travis T money Conley, who is, um, if anyone, a personification of the spirit of the artist and the warrior. There we go.
1: Let's go ahead and start my shout outs by heading out to Valley Martial Arts Center Be back again, guys. Uh, True story. Really did have a great role yesterday with um, a very nice uh, lady who was in a wheelchair. Um, it just – it made me so happy. And I you know, I was looking forward to maybe telling it on here, maybe not. Um, I just always try to be respectful of, of people's time and, and sometimes their privacy. And I don't know who wants their stories always told. But I felt like at least with Meryl, I would hope that it would incite – more stories like this. If you guys know them, tell them, you know, we have a lot of people who do extraordinary things in jiu jitsu. And I think, you know, even if we don't have to name them by name so that you can let them live their lives. Um, I think it's really cool. Those stories that happen. And I felt excited to tell you guys about it because it was so, it, it brought out what you, you know, you love about the sport and the art. And yes, it is an art. So I was very happy about that. I'm, glad she came. I'm glad her and her friend were there at Open Mat yesterday. Uh, it made it so much more fun and a, a oddly more poignant as the night went on for me. So, uh, My thanks to them for coming through. I hope they come back. I hope they know they're invited to come back. If they're listening and other people are listening to this, um, I hope you guys, like I said, share your stories, do all that sort of stuff. Um, on my world, I would also like to thank the good folks at the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club. LA JJ. Uh Eric and Joey are housing a seminar. Not just any seminar, the Hayden Brothers. That's right. Fuck. Not just one, two. You get Josh and Jason, friends of the podcast, coming through to do a seminar over at the LA Jiu Jitsu Club. $55. It is going to be at 6 p.m. this Saturday, January 14th. If you want to go ahead and reserve a spot, you can hit up this Gmail, and I'll give you time to like write it down, but it's L-A-J-J-Club at gmail.com on PayPal. Reserve your spot for $5 because we're only going to cap it to the first 25 and our spots are already super limited at this point. So if you want to come through and learn from some of the best practitioners that we know, uh, roll through for the Hayden Brothers this Saturday, January 14th. At 6 p.m. And guess what, guys, the next day, they're going to be doing privates at the LA Jiu Jitsu Club as well. So if you don't want to come for the seminar and you just want to book a private, uh, get in touch with the guys at the LA Jiu Jitsu Club at that following Gmail, or you can get in touch with me on all of the social medias. So uh, there's that. I hope to see you guys there. And I also want to send a shout out to my good buddy, uh, Thor, who I think is listening to this. And if he is cool, if he's not, then let me tell you a story. He and I had one of those marathon rolls today because it went for 40 minutes and uh dude's good dude was uh he was putting putting it on me today and i was i was very happy he was uh we're getting him ready he's uh he fights for king of the cage and uh he's good man there's nothing like having a good wrestler uh pressure that's always pushing you and uh he and i had, (laughs) had nothing but Uh, high compliments to say after uh, rolling with one another. So my thanks to him. And I also want to thank our good friend Cody from the Merc in the Rut podcast who came to train on Friday. And that, my friends, is going to do it for me.
0: That'll do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin,
1: and thanks for listening. Good night. And best actress of her generation.
0: This is a great time for Nick Cage to chime in. Uh, is Meryl Streep the best actor of her generation, Nick?
1: Oh no, she couldn't be. You'll find the best actress of your generation on the back of the Independence Day thing. What is it? The Declaration of Independence. I <laughs>
0: said. <laughs>